Hey, Business Building Warrior, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I've got a guest who I'll be bringing on the screen or onto the audio here, depending on how you're listening, very quickly. But let me do a little bit of an introduction first to tell you what you're going to learn today. This is another of dozens of recent interviews that we've had with students who have come through the Proven Amazon course, many of whom have gone on to get our coaching program, such as our guests today. And they're building an incredible business based on the strategies that we teach around here. We do Amazon very differently here. To my knowledge, no one comes close to teaching the strategies in the order that we do here, where we've got such a proven track record now. I'm so confident in this model that we've got because it's producing such consistent results for people who are willing to put in the time, effort, and energy. Make no mistake, as our guest today will even tell you, it requires patience, it requires some dedication, but man, this works. So if you're ready to be one of those people like our guest today or some of the other dozens of podcast episodes that you've heard, if you haven't heard them yet, just scroll back in time on this and listen to some of those interviews, some of the conversations we're having with our students. We always love telling how they discovered e-commerce, how they discovered Amazon and the proven Amazon course, and then how it's going. That's the typical format for our interview episodes. You're going to hear dozens of those, hundreds at this point. So once that feels validating to you and you're confident, why not jump into the Proven Amazon course or give our coaching office a call and check out our coaching program if you're ready to be serious and work with one of the very successful leaders from our community who not only runs a very successful business using these strategies every single day, but they've carved out some time to serve the great people of our community like you who want to work with someone who's taking it seriously. So that's the opportunity. But let me tell you about our guest today. So Falgun is our guest today. He and his wife recently had a baby, two-month-old at the time of this recording. So they're not getting a lot of sleep. Their schedule's been in a bit of disarray. We just came off the holidays as we're recording this. So we're in January of 2023 as I record this episode. And they spent the last three months of 2022, last year, really dialing in and diving into the stuff they were learning around here. And he'll describe it. Now, he bought the Proven Amazon course and got into coaching a few months before the final three months of last year. So you'll hear him describe the timeline, but he didn't have time to take it seriously. He didn't do a whole lot with it until he jumped in. And we've got about four months worth of track record at this point that he shares with us today. To jump to some of the really cool part of this story, they sold close to $40,000 in December at a really nice net profit margin. He'll discuss that. So after just a few months in, they really were finding some great inventory, selling it at a nice pace. He's using a prep center, as he'll describe today, tell you all about what that is. You can go to prepcenternetwork.com to see our list of all the prep centers that we're aware of. That's a free service. They can prepare your shipments for you for Amazon so you don't have to send inventory to your house. You can have someone else doing that work. And he also used one of our Proven Replens VAs, and he's having tremendous success. He says his virtual assistant finds between three and five profitable products per day that he can successfully sell on Amazon. That's a great track record that he's got developed with his and a great relationship. ProvenReplensVA.com. There's links to everything we talk about today in today's show notes. Just go to SilentGym.com, look up today's episode. There's notes and links on everything we're discussing. So after just a few months, a busy guy, I didn't mention, he works full-time. He and his wife both have full-time jobs. One has an MBA, the other has a PhD. They work in the pharmaceutical industry, very busy schedules. They've squeezed this business in a couple hours a day, as you'll hear him describe, 
and they've built something incredible that before long, the trajectory they're on, they'll be putting about $10,000 a month net profit in the bank. That's where they're headed. Right now, they're just shy of that. They're doing really well with this business. And we dive into the numbers, dive into how they find products, how they keep it out of their house and keep it completely automated. They're not doing the shipping and the packaging. He does talk about some of the returns he's received and how he's dealing with those. He, he, there's a funny moment where if, if you don't have a video camera today, you're just listening. He's, he holds up a return. It's just a, it's a bag with a toy in it. It's kind of like busted up toy that was returned. Like, what do I do with this? You know, there's some reality to this business, but we even talked through that challenge, how to best avoid those, monetize that opportunity when stuff comes back to you, turn it back into money and keep it out of your house. We talk about how to solve those issues today. Uh, they've got about 70 to 80 profitable products that they've found at this point and scaling that number up every single day. I certainly loved hanging out with our friend, my new friend, Falgun today. I'd never talked to him before today. I guess we briefly met, he said, and I didn't recall the interaction, but we briefly said hello to each other at our last live event in 2022. There was hundreds of people there, so he forgave me for not remembering the encounter, but he said he will be at our July event, July 6th through 8th, The Proven Conference. You're going to hear me talking about it a lot. I apologize in advance if I'm talking about it too much, but I'm so excited about getting this community together. Once a year, we gather hundreds of us. And as you'll hear Falgun describe today, that was a key ignition point for him to really blast into an exciting series of great months doing the stuff that he learned from this community, from the conversations he had, the relationships he had, the content, the training at that live event. You really need to be there. It's not going to be expensive either. We're going to keep the prices super low. We've negotiated a great rate at a beautiful hotel. So your expenses shouldn't be all that high for a tremendous live event that goes three days. Plan on being there July 6th through 8th, 2023. Theprovenconference.com has details. That is enough of an introduction, I think, for, for one show. I appreciate your patience as I got through some stuff there, but you're going to learn a lot from this gentleman today. It was truly, again, a pleasure getting to know him and his young, beautiful family today. And you're going to like hanging out with Mr. Falgun. Let's jump over and get him on the line. So Falgun, welcome to the program. Thanks, Jim. I'm glad to be here. It's an honor to get to know you a little bit. I don't know much of your story at all, really. So let's dive in. Let's hear it. So I currently work as a full-time, uh, as a principal scientist in a premier pharmaceutical research company. My wife, uh, Jalpa Shah, she also works at the same place as an account manager. Both of us have a pretty good, stable career. So how do we get into Amazon Gig? I'll tell you a little story. So we grew up in India in a business-oriented family. Hardly anybody in our family have ever worked for other employers. So we were actually outliers when, when we... So I, I did my PhD here in the United States. Uh, my wife did MBA in, in business as in US as well. So at the bottom of heart, we always know that we have interest in starting our own business. And things took a little bit of time for us as an immigrant, because you had to go a student visa, then work visa, then green card, and then finally we became citizen in 2021. Congrats to your American citizens now. Yes. Welcome. Congratulations. That's <laughs> awesome. And where do you guys live? Pennsylvania. You're in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Outstanding. Yeah. That's great. I love it. That, I'm loving your story so far. I knew none of that. This is tremendous. So now that we have our citizenship, legally we can start our business. And I think it was the right time to fulfill our business dream as well. And I think, you know, I mean, we started to think about like having this second source of income 
in last like few years that, all right, you know, now we have this thing going, let's think about something else as well. A friend of mine actually introduced me to Amazon and he initially told me because he was doing some private table. So I started from that angle. I mean, I, I know many of the new seller when they get introduced to Amazon, that's the first thing they see. But the same friend, friend actually also introduced us to your group. I said, all right, I mean, let's me join the Facebook group first. And I discovered there that you have a podcast episode there. So that made my life easy because podcast is something that I like, I enjoy. And I like listening to your podcast uh, whenever I find time. That's yeah, I love I love listening to podcasts as well. It's, it's part of my daily routine now. I've got you know several that I listen to pretty much every day. And uh, how long ago was this, Falcon? So this was the April of 2022. So, oh, not that long ago. Because as we're recording ago. this, we're in January 2023. So 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 Ma- March, mm-hmm. April, around that time, I think we introduced your face uh, Facebook group. I started to uh, listen to your podcast whenever we we I get. Uh, time here and there. So like while doing dishes, while while doing lawn mowing or, you know, taking my daughter to school. And I think we watched around like good uh, 20, 25 episodes. And that actually gave us a really good feeling about, you know, the replant model itself. And I think, you know, we, so as I told you, like my friend introduced to us to this um, private label as well. I mean, whenever you see those videos, right? Those videos starts with, oh, do you want to make seven figure in five months or in a year? <laughs> right. And then in your case, I think it was not the case. I mean, what we felt that I don't think that you ever said that you're going to make this much money in this many days. I think it was more about success stories of people, how they have made their money. I don't think you ever ever mentioned about you know how much you have made uh, doing this business in 20 years. So there is something positive there that we got attracted to. And I think after listening for almost one and a half month, we said, all right, you know, I think this community, and I think you you have mentioned about coach program uh, with this. So I actually, we, we actually directly started with a coach. So we signed up for coach in the May of uh, 2022. So I'll just go a little bit back. So there were like few stories that were really, really interesting. The one, I think there are many actually, many, many stories in the podcast that that definitely touched us. The the one I remember from Olson's where they were they were guests on their on your show. And, the, and I think I know towards the end of the episode, you mentioned that the, you know, this model is like low, low, high. So low barrier of entry, uh, low investment, and you know, high return of investment as well. So I said, yeah, that definitely clicked with us that, all right, private label, you have upfront cost, a huge cost, and then you are still debating whether it's going to work or not. Replant model, I thought that this this is a good kind of way to put that, all right, this is the low barrier of entry, low income, and uh, low upfront investment, and then high return of investment. So, yeah, and of course, you're talking about our, our coach on our team, Robin and Brian Olson. They're great right. friends and good coaching leaders on our team. And yeah, that podcast episode is where she introduced that low, low, high concept. Yep. And I love that you're contrasting the way private label is taught. It, it kind of compares to every other business opportunity out there where we just assume to get into business means taking big risks a big learning curve uh, and it may or may not work out a lot of money spent up front you know high costs high learning curve high risk and low odds of success 
and Robin came up with for the replens model exclusively that one model that we focus all of our new sellers into. It's kind of a low, low, high, low risk, low learning curve, low investment required, high odds of success if you follow the program. It kind of flips the whole world of launching a business on its head, if you will. It just it changes the rules. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I love that you you brought that up, and uh, yeah, two great leaders on our team. I'm sure they'll love that you uh, that that episode stood out to you guys. Yeah, and and we reached out to your office, and actually, you know what, uh, Matt uh, Thompson and I actually we asked for you know can we have Olson as our coach, and we got them. You know, it was like, oh, so they're your coaches now. Yeah, yes. I didn't even know that. <laughs> so <laughs> that's they, great. Okay, yeah, they they amazing folks, and, and thanks Matt Thompson for assigning them to us. They they are definitely teachers by heart, and within first two months, or uh, actually within not two months, within like first three sessions that we had with them, we learned to, you know, how to read keep a graph, how to do find a replan. They help us to review the quality of replants and kind of like pointed us out that, oh, this is the one you should not go in. So I think first round of replant actually we reviewed with them so that we understand like re- really what is true replant is, you know, and Again, like, you know, I I just kind of want to emphasize one point, like for us, we directly go into the coaching and we didn't go through the pack. Actually, I didn't took any content that you guys offer uh, when you become a coaching student, because I mean, I think what they were teaching for us was kind of sufficient us to go in and try. But the course course content that you guys have is 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 really amazing. We we did end up taking some of the other course like in the wholesale and things more recently. But yeah, we were actually ready to. I mean, after uh, two or three sessions, we were like really excited and and kind of learned quite a bit about those, and we were ready to purchase those with plans. Let me make sure I understand something. That I love your story because I think I just heard you say. I'm pretty sure you just said that you didn't go through the training content at all when you signed up for coaching. Yeah. You got all of that for free. For those who don't know, our coaching program includes all of our content. You don't have to pay for the for our content, the proven Amazon course modules. So you just did your coaching sessions, and that was enough to get you guys confident and rolling and starting to find inventory, starting to find good replants. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. I don't know that I've heard that yet, yeah. but it's a great testament to you know the power of working one on one with someone. Who, for those who don't know it, I know you know this, Falgun, but for the listeners today who don't realize it, all of our coaches, Brian and Robin included, we've got about 60 of them, have successful businesses doing the stuff we teach. So to get a few hours of time working one-on-one with someone who knows you're taking it seriously, they're going to take it seriously, and they can cover a lot of ground very quickly with you. So I, I love that you pointed that out. There's a link to our coaching program in the show notes today or at silentgym.com for those who are interested. But Keep your story going, Falcon. I'd love to yeah. hear more. So then, like, I think this is around uh, June timeframe uh, when we were kind of buying Fury plans. Nothing on Amazon just yet. You know, it's still reviewing, finding replans, you know, reviewing those replans. And like, we, we ended up buying a few of them. Then, then came the month of July where, you know, we were traveling. It was my wife's baby shower. We had like some work related urgencies. So I think July was pretty slow in our e-commerce journey. And then I think July, we, we had like, you know, at least replan bought that we want to send out, but we had we haven't sent out yet. Then comes the August and you know what? We attended, I mean, after recommendation from Robin and Brian, we ad- attended the first proven Amazon conference. And that was that was 
really we were we were, we were blown away um, oh you guys were there did we meet i apologize i said hi i mean i i was a bit, bit shy because i as i said i had we hadn't sent anything to amazon and we were a little sure. bit <laughs> Shy. Our, our annual events are just enough people that you can actually have a short conversation with someone and not remember because it's like 550 people 600 people yeah. right so yeah. we've actually met i apologize for that uh, yeah. but yeah that's tremendous so that would have been before you guys had a baby we talked off air that's gotta because you have a two-month-old now that you have a four-year-old and a two-month-old so this would have been so were you both there uh, no, it was just me. So I oh, just you. Okay. Because I was trying to remember, like, I remember seeing a very pregnant yeah. lady there. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So, like, going into the conference, like, I had a feeling that, man, what I'm going to do there, like, I don't know, beside, you know, Robin and Brian. But I think we were blown away. The value we got from there was off the charts. Yeah. I'm kind of a person who needs to see it, to believe in it. And there was, Plethora of evidence that yeah. Well, what what stood out to you from the event? I didn't realize you had attended it. Um, sure. Of course, we're talking about the Proven Conference. For those who are interested, our 2023 event will be July 6th through 8th, somewhere in the Midwest. We haven't announced the city yet, but so Falcon, you attended your first one, you know, fall of last year, a few months ago. What was the experience like? I know you said you know you were able to see it, so now you can believe it. Surrounded with people who are doing it, but you know what stood out. Yeah. To you from the event, what'd you learn? You know, with me, there's a class that that stood out to you that you attended. Just talk me through a little bit. Let's spend some time there. Yeah, no, I think that that's definitely made me motivated because that's kind of helped me with my the, the seconds. Uh, like what triggered us to send the package right away after coming coming from the conference. So, first of all, like you know, definitely like going through a lot of sessions. I attended like many sessions because this was my first time, so rigorously. But then. Of the sessions, right, there was like networking hours that were amazing. I mean, you asked us to ask question about like, how's the business? I was a little bit shy because I, we haven't started our business yet, but people were nice and everyone was saying that, oh, you know, when you send your uh, first shipment and when you sell your first item, you know, that feeling is amazing. And and we still, that feeling is in our heart. A lot of people have said that. And when I asked them, like, how's your business? What are the challenges in this business? And everyone was so positive. So the community was amazing. That's the, uh, the, the main message. Beside that, I think the conference gave me a lot of tips on how to find replants, you know, what are the cool plugins that I can use in my business? What tools are folks making seven figure or who are very successful in this business are using? The mindset of Amazon seller, right? I mean, it's, it's not, I mean, you have to have a mindset and I'll, I'll tell a little bit, a few things around that, you know, in later part of my story, whom to contact when you have IP complaint, you know, some tips on packaging, the VA program, there were like, there were like so much, it's like a, the whole world of replay, the e-commerce is in front of you. Now, you know, you start to pick uh, and choose and, and I can tell you, they we actually, I I actually made really good friends that I'm still kind of in touch with. I joined a mastermind group afterwards, although I at that time I did not sell anything. Uh, I think that worked out really well for me. And, I love yeah. that. You know, yeah. That's the power of these events. And and everyone drifts in this direction. We've done this, you know, eleven times now, Falcon. So we've done eleven e-commerce events. We're planning our eleventh right now for July sixth through eighth, twenty twenty three. And one thing I noticed very early on was every time people describe the event afterwards, they say things like, yeah, the content was good. I made some good connections on some some tools and things, but the people, yeah. the relationships, 
the mastermind I formed, you know, the people who took the time to spend time with the new guy and encourage me. And, and it just tells me that what we've been trying to build for so long is, is working. It's the community. It's the true asset around here. So I love to hear that, that you guys were warmly welcomed as a new seller who hadn't even sold anything yet. And still you're joining a mastermind and making friends and that sort of thing. I love to hear that. That's, that's the heart of what we're trying to do here. Yeah, and I think I, I I remember when I came in, I think it was Thursday evening, and I was just kind of walking to the front of the conference room and I said, All right, it's time for dinner. Like, all right, I'm gonna be alone. And said that was the, that one guy came in and said, Oh, we are going for dinner. You wanna join? It was Scott Shelton. And and I probably you know he he's been on the podcast a few times. And said, Yeah, why not? And yeah, that friends friendship start from there. Yeah, and then still in touch with him. So yeah. So yeah, it was, yeah, the community was definitely amazing. I mean, and then I think once we, so I, I bought a book uh, that Jimmy Smith had, Side Hustle to Full-Time Income. Mm-hmm. I read that book on my flight to PA, or uh, most of that book. Uh, came back from conference, so energized, told my wife that, you know, this the going to the conference was the best decision. I think actually, she also kind of agreed that I should go because I mean she was not going and she let me go. So thanks, thanks to her. So here I am in August, fully energized. Said, all right, I need to do this. I need to find more time for this. And I uh, sent my first shipment around August, the last week of August, and then never stopped uh, since then. I think the connection that I made there, I was in touch with them. I hired my VA first virtual assistant in November, um, I think October end. So after a couple of months, also prep center around that time, because I, I think that's kind of a consistent tip that you have provided to many podcast listeners that this will help us uh, help you scale. Yeah. So everything actually started to falling in a place after I attended the conference. That's fantastic. I love that we spent some time kind of talking through your experience there. And do you have plans to attend our upcoming events? Absolutely. Absolutely. Can't miss that. Yeah. You're you're flexible enough with your job. So you guys both work full time careers, correct? Are you working from home? So, I mean, so far I've been working from home. Now it's like more hybrid model that they are expecting us. Right. Okay. Okay. So you do have some flexibility in your schedule. Like you can work when you can and squeeze. So it's been fairly easy for you to squeeze the Amazon business into your normal schedule. Was not easy. I mean, it took some efforts in between because I think this, but I think we managed well. I mean, my wife took the full family responsibility. I mean, she's taking care. I've been kind of like, all right, let me just start building this. And I think our vision was that if this, you know, if we become successful in this business to the level that we want, we would she would take ownership of this business and then I'll continue with my job. So that's that was the mindset that we had. Let's establish the business first and see how it goes. Understood. So you've heard me probably mention before and, and the listeners who have heard several episodes have heard me talk about that period of intense focused effort where you're learning those one-time skills, those, those, all those boxes you have to check. I mean, even getting signed up for an Amazon seller account, there's a process there. You'll yeah. never have to go through it again, but you got to do it once. So all those first time experiences before you settle into your routine, the learning curve there. So I know you went through that and that was inconvenient, but you're on the other side of that now. Yeah. What does your routine look like now? And let's dive into your business a little bit. How does it fit into your week? 
and how's it going? So I now primarily spend time in uh, my, uh, you know, sourcing the item that my VSOs are uh, ordering the item that my VSOs. I also look for other ASINs on my own and see if there are any other replants that I can find. So I do like two hours to two and a half hours daily, you know, in this land also manages like if there are any complaint or, you know, customer complaints, there are returns that I need to manage. So two to two and a half hour is I'm allocating every day. And I think we are at the stage that we want to diversify our business. And again, like thanks to the conference that kind of like enlightened us say, oh, it's not only you do replan, you can do bundling, you can do wholesale. There are like so many ways you can diversify your business. Once you learn the basics, I think there is a lot more you can do. So that's where I think we recently completed the Rich Potter's training, the wholesale training, um, which was online. And this was really, really amazing content there. Yeah, the, the wholesale module you're referring to, it's provenwholesalesourcing.com is the module. It's included along with dozens of other modules inside the Proven Amazon course. Exactly. So initially when you got started, you weren't going through the training, you were just doing coaching. Yes. But as you said earlier, then you started saying, okay, I'm going to dive into some of these other, co- these other training modules that come with the Proven Amazon course. So you've studied a little bit of wholesaling and get yeah. into bundles a little bit too, it sounds like then. Yes, that's where we want to go. I mean, we haven't started that. I mean, we started like this year, that's that's our objectives that let's go, let's diversify a little bit more and see what we can get the value, what good we can do for our, our own business. Very good. So it's it's a few hours a day, two, two and a half hours a day. And how's the business going? What? How many replans have you found? Sure. Tell me about some of the exciting products you're getting into, if there's some that you really like. So I'll also kind of just go over a little bit of my my numbers and then I'll kind of discuss like how, like where we are going with those numbers, right? So sure. um, however you want to break it down. Yeah, so initially we started like more on grocery side of it and then went into health and beauties products. And then quarter four, I mean, everyone was excited about the toys and everything. So we've dived quite a bit into toys as well. We really want to kind of, because I mean, we are working in pharmaceuticals. So I think there's some bias towards like healthcare and like those health and beauty products. So thinking like maybe opportunities to bundle a few things there would be a good. And then then I think maybe finding a wholesaler around those would be a good strategy for us going on. So we have probably around... 70 to 80 replants for now. There were, we also kind of beyond replants, we, especially for the, you know, uh, quarter four, we went into some of the sales items and things like that too. But I think overall, like those are the, uh, the, the three major categories in our business. Makes sense. And it's interesting for me as well to hear you getting into toys because many sellers are under the impression now, those of us who've been around for a few years, the toys got difficult because of all the safety certificate issues. Did you guys run into anything like that as you were selling toys? Did you have to navigate yeah, so, any so strange there like, rules? There were a couple of instances where we were asked for compliance certificate and things like that. Luckily, like, you know, I mean, we had that principle in our mind. You buy, buy like five items to test and then go from there. So it was not... We either pull those items back or, you know, by the time we decided to pull, they were already sold. I love that comment you made. It's more profound than you might realize. 
there's a lot of people who are starting to do well with toys again who've moved away from them. As a new seller, you had kind of that that innocent ignorance of the category. Like I, you didn't have any reason to stay away from toys. No one told you to. So you jumped in. And like you just said, if you send in just a few items, by the time Amazon says, hey, we need some safety certificates or you won't be able to sell on this anymore. We're giving you two weeks or whatever. By the time you go back and forth and you look, in many cases, you can easily go find the safety certificates. A lot of retailers are now, or I should say manufacturers and brands of toys are providing those freely on their website because it's something Amazon requests frequently through sellers. So you need to go grab those certificates or just stop selling that item and say, well, we won't send any more in. And by the time that deadline arrives, like you just said, you've already sold all those toys anyway. So it really is a category that I think more sellers should be wading back into and not being afraid of. Because again, with our whole strategy being inch deep, mile wide, meaning you're not committing, you're not going in big on any one item. You're selling just a few, a month's worth at most of inventory for a good handful of different items. It's easy to recall, sell them on a different channel, get rid of them, give them away as gifts if you have to, right? You don't have 500 units of anything. You don't even have 20 units of anything typically. Yeah, exactly. And and, and I think our criteria was that, you know, we were not like category agnostic, but we said, all right, if, as long as we can make 40% ROI and $6 net profit, 5.5 to $6, because that would cover our, you know, prep and all those uh, costs as well. So that's kind of, we said, all right, if we find clothes, we can find, you know, anything that kind of fit that criteria, we'll test it out and see what happens. And I think, you know, just casting that net widely, we we definitely found more, lot many hits uh, in our, lot many ASINs than, than we could have otherwise found. So, yeah. People sometimes say, what's the best category to start in? What type of products should I look at? The product is irrelevant. It's either a good replan or it's not. And we often joke among the more experienced sellers in our community who've kind of learned the basic lessons. There's a lot of products in our inventory that we don't even know what it's for, who buys it, why they buy it, what it does. (laughs) Who cares? It's $8 net profit per sale. That's all I need to know. So I'm going to buy more if it continues to sell for me. Yeah. No, I I think I like the advice that you have given in the past that don't get too much attached to your product. I mean, as long as... Yeah, so that that made life easy as well, right? You know, yeah, you, Reduce it to numbers. No yeah. emotional attachment. You don't need to use your instincts. How do I feel about this product? Do I right. feel good about this product? You know, no one cares. <laughs> Is it profitable or not? Is it selling? If so, yes, go get more. If it's not profitable, stop buying it. Sell something else instead. Keep finding more replens. Yeah, so anytime someone's emotionally attached to their inventory... That tells me where they are at in the maturity, you know, in the maturity spectrum of this business model. Because at about month six, there's no emotional attachment whatsoever to any of your inventory. But those first few months, you get really excited. You'll even go to a store, you know, on an errand and you'll see there's my replan and like, oh, I love that product. I'm so excited. I sell, you know, six of those a week. And and then it goes away and you you feel sad and you miss that product. Like, You'll get over that real quick. A couple hundred ASINs into this and you just, it's just another product. It's just another replant and they come and they go. Yeah, I totally agree. And fortunately, I think things started clicking us. I mean, maybe it's quarter four, but we really had a good quarter four. And, you know, with tips from many folks in community, you know, Facebook group, I think it 
really help us. I, I think I wanted to I, I emphasize about that Facebook group. And, and sometimes you have people posting about, oh, don't go and buy from this supplier because we got IP complaint uh, and it helps. I mean, I know that we were planning to send a couple of products from one of the supplier and I know somebody in the community had that IP complaint and said, all right, you know, there's not many Asian to fish around. Why, why bother, right? So we just kind of gave up and find some other Asians to send in. So... Yeah, it's a good place to do research, as I'm sure you've figured out. Just do a keyword research and, hey, has anyone ever talked about this product before? Or has anyone seen this challenge before? One of the one of the very popular topics, this is a bit of a change of subject, but it's a good example for what I'm trying to say. Every new seller who comes in, comes in within a week or two of starting and says, oh, I'm running into a bunch of products I'm gated in. I, I'm trying to get ungated. Can someone help me with ungating, right? If you search our group for that word, ungating, which isn't a word you use in your normal day-to-day vocabulary, of course, but as an Amazon seller, it becomes part of your vocabulary. Ungating, you'll see several recent conversations where people are saying, hey, here's how you do it. Here's what you need to do. Don't go pay somebody to help you get ungated. There's no need for a course or a book or just you know, do this, do that. Go to this category. And so we help you navigate. So use those keywords. That's my tip for the listeners. I know you know this, Falgun. Yeah, but Use keyword searches in that Facebook group. 72,000 people and thousands of them are doing the business model we're describing right now, successfully helping each other out. That's an incredible free resource. Absolutely. Yeah. And there are always some tips. I know. I think the community is so amazing that they never stop answering the same question again and again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's built into our DNA. It's part of the culture that we've built here that we we embrace new sellers. We encourage them. We don't discourage them. We don't chase them away because they're asking dumb questions. We don't roll our eyes when we answer the same question for the 500th time. We try to be encouraging because we know those new sellers will eventually be like, look at the path that you're on, Falgun. You were new, skeptical, listened to a few podcasts, asked some silly questions, and now you've got some momentum. You're on the podcast. You're on a trajectory that if continued and and you possibly make a career change, let's say at some point, now you're all in on e-commerce and Amazon and you know a couple of years down the road, now you're a leader in our community and you're teaching us and you're creating content, perhaps you're on stage. If we had discouraged you early on in your journey, we would be hurting ourselves ultimately. So that's there's actually a, a self-serving component to treating these new sellers with such kindness and patience and encouragement because we know they go on to be some of the leaders who are on stage at our events, encouraging all of us, teaching us things we wouldn't have learned otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. No. So uh, I think just just going to the numbers, so we, September was the first month where we had a like, first full month. So we started like around 5K in, in one month. Then October was close to 10K. November was really good, 15K. And December was like out of the park. We got around like 38k in December. So I think it went really good. I, I we were like, and all of that, I mean, we one thing we wanna wanted to focus on is that we didn't want to go below the cost that we set up. So in 90% of cases, we let the product to sell, then the kind of decreasing the cost uh, of our product. So the our net. ROI and our net margin was come out to be, you know, what we expected for, for, you know, quarter four. That's great. You, approximately what was like for December or however you want to state it, 
what is your approximate net margin for your business? So, the, the, so it's quarter four. We we were only on on Amazon for quarter four. So it was uh, for that year, our net uh, profit margin was after kind of deducting all the you know prep centers, uh, shipping costs, you know VA and everything was seventeen uh, percent, and which which felt actually really good because I think this is like a side income that you know yes. you dream of, and as I said. Because I mean, when you are, I mean, honestly, I've been working with with pharma industry for 15 years now. And I mean, I I always said, oh, maybe I need to do my business at some point, but how and when, where, how to start, right? I mean, people talk about it, but maybe it's something, but now that I've been through it, like I feel really good. And even those like quarter four profit was maybe not that much, but it just, it definitely motivated me to just keep going. And yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm doing some quick math in my head and you've basically built, it, it's well over $100 an hour. It's pro- closer to 200, somewhere in there per hour, net profit business in your spare time. Yep. That is incredible. Over the course of a few months, busy months with a pregnant wife, a full schedule, you, you know, you're, you're still working full time. You're squeezing it into a couple hours per day. So I just did some rough math in my head. We could polish the numbers down, but it's somewhere between 100 and 200, closer to $200 per hour net profit is the results that you're seeing right now for your time. That's amazing. You guys are on an incredible trajectory. If we look at this, you you didn't really start till August. I mean, you, you bought coaching several months before you went to the event. You hadn't shipped anything yet. So... In just the fourth quarter, the final three months of the year, you guys went from a 5K up to a to a 38K. Now, to be completely transparent, make sure everyone realizes this, December is typically a very busy month for shopping. Obviously, we got all the major holidays, Christmas spending, right? And you guys sold some toys, you said, right? So that's all factored in there. But you also said that you guys have been able to find 70 to 80 replans at this yes. point. That's boring everyday items yes. that sell. So what are you projecting? Here we are in December, 2023, I'm sorry, January of 2023, you know, a month after you guys hitting almost 40K. Yeah. How's it looking? How's it going? What's the reality on the other side of the Christmas holidays so far for you? Yeah. So it's, we are like halfway or more than halfway to the, to in, in January when we are recording this. Uh, and, and I think this month itself is close to 18, 19K. So it is a little bit Short, but I think I can't complain. I think still, still pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're you're projecting 19k for the month, or that's where you're at now. So right now, I think this this the the in January half of the January we have sold close to. I think it was in the ice check today morning. It was around 17.5k. Wow. Um, okay. So yeah, because we're halfway through the month right now, almost exactly, and you're at about seventeen thousand dollars. So you're online to do close what you did in. December yeah. in January. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> actually Yeah, I was, that, I was that's the power that. of replans. And I didn't know any of these numbers beforehand, but I see this all the time. Replans carry through and remain very steady on the other side of Christmas, on the other side of holidays for the vast majority of sellers. If you're continuing to send in inventory, December for a lot of us gets so busy, holiday plans, family gatherings, and you know, their schedules are just go crazy in December. So we don't send in as much inventory. The people who tend to take a hit in January, that's the reason. They weren't consistently shipping in those winning replans. But it sounds like you guys did. 
Hey, we'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I want to tell you about a way to save a nice chunk of change on all your online shopping and in-store shopping by using discounted gift cards. We've got a new sponsor on the program with a free report they want to give you, no strings attached. Go to silentgym.com slash gift cards. That's silentgym.com slash gift cards, one word. It's in the show notes as well, that link. What they do is they put together a report that shows you all the places you can go to get great discounted gift cards. And they also offer the service themselves, selling gift cards to many online sellers, our community included. So it's a pleasure to bring them on board as a sponsor. Again, the link one more time, silentgym.com slash gift cards for that free special report. Let's get back to the show. December for a lot of us gets so busy, holiday plans, family gatherings, and you know their schedules are just go crazy in December. So we don't send in as much inventory. The people who tend to take a hit in January, yeah. that's the reason. They weren't consistently shipping in those winning replans. But it sounds like you guys did. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that was a... I think we took off the last week. We said, all right, this is it. <laughs> I mean, I think it, it was like so much enthusiasm that, oh, things are working because in quarter four, like everything is selling and selling fast. And you wonder like, wow, this is really going well. There is a momentum here. So you do over, I mean, try to put more hours into it. And and I said, all right. <laughs> and I think the other, other factor for us that, you know, November was definitely, so we have a newborn on November 4th. So for that that first two weeks, I was just like, yeah, we were just with baby. But then after two weeks, like we, I mean, my wife said, all right, you go ahead. I mean, we are home. Uh, I was on my paternity leave, she is on maternity leave. So I definitely would, would carve out when he was sleeping. Uh, we could carve out more time. And although we were sleepless, but I think that was adrenaline rush here, you know, <laughs> said, yeah, I want to do it. And, and, you know, December turned out to be pretty good. I mean, that month alone kind of raised the bar for us. So. That's amazing. And, and you, it's obvious to me, you've got an excitement about the idea of, you said you came from an entrepreneurial family, both of you guys did. And now you've got that, you can start to catch a vision for something that you can build that belongs to you. Yep. You put in the work, you get the, you take the risk, you get the reward and you're on a tremendous trajectory. Have you taken some time to think through where this might be heading? Like what it might look like for you in 2023? Say, you know, we're a year from now. Yeah. What yeah. what does it look like? So again, like I mean, last year we 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 I told you we really want to get into it, but I think we want to balance it out in a way that maybe like bring some wholesale component to it. So you have if you have a good replants, they are selling well, then you have a, you know, like you, you are not limited with the quantity that you order from, from retail stores. So then, you know, you are also kind of not, I mean, if things are working well, you are getting your, your monthly sales, then you don't have necessarily have to search for more. I mean, you can keep going with, you know, what you have already established. And for example, for those 70, 80 replants, if you find like right wholesaler, who can provide those in unlimited quantity to me, I think I can keep this momentum going well. So definitely that one thing we want to do, like we want to bring wholesale component to it, to our business. Our quarterly goal for this year is that can we go 
at least 50k consistently, right? I mean, December was maybe off, but can we do this like more at least 50k sale uh, either this quarter or by the second quarter of it? And then see like what what final quarter give us uh, gain. But like having that like, and then I think that the major thing that we really want to do is the automation. So I told you that we have a VA who does sourcing for us. Again, that's from the proven VA program that you guys okay. have. Okay, I was going to ask if you trained them yourself or used one of our proven replay yeah. VAs. We'll no, stick I a link in the show notes to that. We, we, we train virtual assistants for those who yeah. wanted us to do that for them. Yeah, so that's great. So that's working out well for you. They, are they finding most of your replens for you then? Yes, they are. I mean, every now and then I kind of jump in and try to see like what else we can do. I think this, sure. I think, you know, since my right now, since we want to diversify, what I was thinking is that maybe right now let VA source things for, for us. And then I invest my three hours into more wholesale and that side of the business mm-hmm. and see how we can add up together, right? So mm-hmm. that's what we are uh, thinking right now. But yeah, I, I want to spend just a minute and, and Brian and, and Robin, your coaches can spend some time with you, some extra time with you on this as well. But just as a general strategic thought process on bringing wholesale in, you've mentioned a couple of times to your replens business, what that might look like. A couple thoughts just to kind of make sure you're you're thinking in the right direction on that. I want to spend some time on that before I would let you go. I think it's going to help you and maybe some other folks as well, what I want to share there. Um, but you were starting to talk about automating. So you, And you're using one of the, the prep centers already. So you're buying most of your inventory online. It's going to a prep center, probably from our prepcenternetwork.com, that free service we provide with you know prep centers. Is that how you found yours, you just said? Yes. Yeah, okay. And I'm going to make myself a note. So I'll be sure to put that a link to that in the... Uh, Show notes for the listeners today. Free service, prepcenternetwork.com. I think we got, I don't know, 100 plus prep centers around the world at this point, yeah. something like that. And they can receive your shipments for you when you shop online. And so you're not having inventory delivered to your front porch, interrupting your busy day with your two month old and your wife and your young yeah. kids. And, you know, it's going somewhere else. And you have to pay for that. Uh, obviously. And, and, you know, that's one of the reasons you said a 17% net margin. Let me just talk about that before we talk about automating. Okay. That 17%, I think will climb up to 20 and 25% after we factor out some of those one-time expenses, like the expense of hiring and acquiring a, a, a virtual assistant from our team. You know, you paid us to train them. That was a, that was money spent that came out of your overall net margins for your business. Well, that was a one-time cost. You pay them hourly now, but it's $4 an hour approximately, right? So a you know, minimal expense for the value that they bring. So I suspect that your return on investment is going to creep up into the 20 to 25% range pretty fast based on what I'm hearing you say. Yep. Uh, so if you're doing 50,000 a year or 50,000 a month in sales at a 20%, you know that's 10,000 roughly per yep. month yep. of net profit for a part-time gig that's taking you between two and three hours a day, let's say on the high end, taking a, that's even, I'm counting weekends off with that. You know, that's a very, becomes very sustainable, especially because you have someone else who's doing the research work for you. Yep. So that, I just wanted to help put these pieces together. I know you knew all the, everything I just said, you knew it all already, Falgun, but I just want to make sure our listeners are kind of keeping up with this picture we're painting of where you are, where you're heading and the reality of the numbers. No, I, I I totally agree. And then the automation and and I think part of it, like you know, when we or when I started, like three four months back, you know, the 
sourcing and prepping is that that's your world, right? I mean, you are you have to source and then send it to Amazon. But then as you kind of get more mature, you say, all right, that is like, oh, how do I manage my refunds or, or returns? How can I talk with Amazon and get my refund back? Or, you know, there are complaints. So I know there are some podcasts that you have done where you pointed out about that some of the refund services that that is around in the community, that is that proven account management type of uh, services where they will help us. I mean, we are not yet there. I mean, we still need to scale up a little bit more, but I think that's that's what I mean by automation, that once we yeah. have you know business where we want it to be, we would like to automate as much as we can. Yeah, and, and that's the beauty of this business. And, and this trail has already been blazed by other coaches yeah. on our team, other students. Every level you go up, Let's say you know you're at the ten thousand dollar a month of sales. Your life looks pretty similar to everybody else who's at that level, and then you get up to the thirty thousand, and there's new tools and new services, and maybe new software you want to consider, and new automations you can put in place. But the beauty of it is, even as you go from as you, you'll never work harder than you do at about the ten to twenty thousand dollar a month level. You'll never work any harder than that as your business grows because you're bringing in tools and automation. And I would argue you even work less over time, if you're doing it right, bringing in people, your margins will decrease a little bit because you're paying for other people to do work. Instead of you putting tape on boxes, someone else is. Well, you got to pay that person, but you're freeing up your time. And I would rather have, say, 15% of a million dollar pie versus 25% of a hundred thousand dollar pie, right? If it, it involves the same amount of time and effort on my part. So that's where you're heading is just scaling out the numbers. Your margin starts to shrink a little bit as you do that because you're adding tools and team to the, and processes that cost you a little money. But that's that's the trajectory that you're on, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, and I think you guys had a session in the uh, last FAC conference as well about training VA to buy for you, right? So that's also in our radar that, you know, funds we, I mean... We have established good relationship with our VA, and I think probably at some point we want to hands off that part. At least you know start with some basic things and then see how it goes. It goes, but that's that's where we are, so that we can free our more time and then think about something else too. That's right. Every piece of this can be automated. Yep. The the research, and once you found the good items, someone to go buy them. That can be another person or the same person. And I do like to to uh, diversify my team a little. Because if that one person is sick or unavailable, we've got a backup. They've cross-trained each other. So I'd rather see two people there and they both can fill in and do an adequate job of the other person's role if one of them were to quit or get sick or leave for whatever reason. So you've got two virtual assistants, one buying, one sourcing. You've got someone monitoring your account health issues on a day-to-day basis. We've got services emerging right now for coaching students only, but they're coming to the general community very soon. And every piece of this can be turned over to a team, someone who works for you, someone else where you're never seeing the product at your house, you're never touching box tape or boxes. But we like to start people out by learning the process and knowing it so they're equipped to make good decisions as it grows. And it sounds like you're moving through those stages very quickly. Yeah. And and I, I think it's just like knowing like this thing exists, right? I mean, that was also a blessing, right? I mean, like, like, for example, like proven account management or those refund services, replan dashboard. I mean, all those things, like unless you are part of community, I mean, you are not 
I think you are just missing out, right? It's a, because I mean, those are the things which can help you because not everyone is going to have enough time. I mean, you can put probably 12 hours into this business as well to scale up. But if you have like three hours, then these are the things that's going to help you out. And I mean, the only way you know is like either joining Facebook community, listening to podcasts or being part of this, this, this community that you guys have built. Yeah. Thank, thank you for doing a, a great commercial for some of the services we offer today. I really appreciate that. It makes my job a lot easier when the guest mentions some of the great tools and services they're using. And, and the thing I want to point out as we're kind of rattling off some of those things that you're discovering that make your life easier, by no means do we want new sellers to jump in and say, okay, just give me everything now that I'm going to need to run a $100,000 a month business. I want it all now. <laughs> no, we can't do that. We don't offer that. It would be irresponsible of us to do so. You're going to have to take those same baby steps. Yep. All you need initially is a tool we haven't even really talked about, but I know you're using it because it's part of our basic training. Keepa. Right? Yep. If you don't know what Keepa is, go listen to podcast episode 369 of this show. We're not going to dive into what it is, but that's all you need. It's about $20 a month. That and an Amazon seller account and the training that costs you about a dollar a day from the proven Amazon course. That's it. If you're going minimalist, that's what you need. If you've got $100,000 to spend on this business, we're going to tell you the same thing as someone who says, I've only got 500 bucks to commit to this. Same message, exact same pace those first few weeks and maybe even a couple of months. It looks identical regardless of what's your experience, your background, how, how well financed you are. It's the same baby steps. And then as it starts to work, as we've heard Falgun describe today, you've done a great job of it you start buying tools and you start adding on automation and that sort of thing. And, and that's the journey that you're on and you're starting to recognize some of the lingo. Uh, but by no means do we expect you to jump in and know all of that super fast. But it's very apparent to me, Falgun, that you've been paying attention. You've really been dialed in, taking this seriously and you're building a beautiful business. Congratulations, man. Yeah, no, uh, thanks. I think I just have like, you know, Folks who are like, you know, so, so my journey in e-commerce is only three months. I I don't have many tips for others, but I mean, I, I would definitely, if somebody is just starting now, I would give like probably like a couple of points. Um, oh, please. I love tips from new sellers. You have some of the best insights into the process. I typically learn something every time a new seller says, ah, I'm new around here. But let me tell you something I just learned. I'm like, I didn't know that. So yeah, I'd love to hear as many as you've got. Go ahead. I think this is probably reiterated many times. Like, but, but I think it's just in my opinion. I mean, I was skeptical six months ago uh, about about you know, is it gonna work? You know, should I dive in it? Should I put my time in it? But this model works. The reply model works. I mean, I I think I I, I saw the success firsthand. The the thing that you need is time, patience, perseverance, and probably a little capital on your side to keep it going. I think patience, perseverance is key. I mean, I mean, I, I think I, we, we went through that. We had a baby and it was easy, but it was actually not easy in our end in the sense that you are not sleeping at night. You want to give more time to your family, but you want to still pursue your dream too. So it was a lot of balancing act, um, thanks to my wife and, you know, my family as well helped out. But like, so yeah, you need time and uh, patience, perseverance. That's key. And this side can be bumpy. I mean, sometimes you get disappointed. I was disappointed many times when somebody returned. I have this. Like you know, I was selling a toy. It was really well boxed up, nice box. And then I got this from Amazon. Somebody used it, packing up poly bag, and <laughs> sent it to me. 
So yeah, right. there are those kind of moments too where you get, all right, you know, <laughs> this is like not, but I think just stay in the game. I think that's that's my point. Like this is going to happen. This is a part of the business that we do. And the, the other two points that I would definitely mention is that if you are new, definitely attend this conference. I, I gained quite a bit. Uh, most importantly, as Jim mentioned, the, the people and friendship. And I think everything else kind of, all right, what you are doing, tell me what you are doing, how it's working for you. And then things start folding up for me. All right, maybe I should buy this tool. Maybe I should join this mastermind group. Oh, they are using this services, this prep center. Everything kind of came out of those uh, discussions that we had off after those session that or good session that you guys have, um, you guys had for the PAC conference. And I think, Community, the last one is the community is the key. I mean, you can't do this alone. I would have given up a while ago if I would not have a coach. Even if somebody would have given me pack from first day and say, all right, you figure it out. I think it probably, I, I mean, just me, it would. I would have lost the interest. But having coach and joining this community was key because I can see that it's working for, for people. I can see that I can ask the question. I... Honestly, I have reviewed my ASINs. I have reviewed my, you know, like, oh, how do I do my profit loss with my coaches? And it was like, it was not a competitive, it was like very friendly and mutual environment because they were sharing a lot, many things to me. Uh, I was gaining quite a bit from them, just kind of asking questions that, all right, you know, I'm here, what should I do? And I have answer, right? And, and I think reactive coach also helps when you have, you know, you can just ping them in via Skype or send an email and in a few hours, you got a response, right? So like that community was, to me, was a key in my, you know, whatever success I've got in the, in the last quarter. But yeah, those are the three things I wanted to mention. Sorry. That, no, that's a great list. It's fantastic. And I love that you keyed in on those things. It, it, it's it's very relational component. It's very mindset component. You talked about perseverance and patience. Talk about community and relationships. Those are things that we talk about all the time around here because you can have a beautiful strategy laying right on, you know, like we spelled it out. Here it is. But if you don't have those other components, you can, like you said, I love you, lose interest. Yeah, life is busy. We've got, you know, we don't all have a two-month-old, but we've got the equivalent distraction of some kind, right? A, a sick friend or, you know, a, a financial struggle, a relationship struggle, something going on that's distracting us either in a good way or a bad way. You've got to put that noise aside and focus on something. And if, if you're going to focus on it, having patience, perseverance, a community, right? Someone there holding your hand. You mentioned the reactive aspect of our coaching for those who don't realize what he's talking about there. Falgun's talking about uh, our coaching program. You get an assigned coach. We already talked about Brian and Robin. Falgun's assigned coaches and you have scheduled sessions with them. But if you hit a snag anywhere along the way and you just need somebody for a quick question, you've got a reactive coach as well. That's someone who's on call. You can text them or ping them and say, hey, I'm putting a shipment together right now. Remind me, you know, does the tape go on the top or the bottom of the box? <laughs> I'm just making it up. And, and like they can help you with those little situations like that where you're like, you just get stuck on a little something silly and, and they can help you through it. So that's an aspect of our coaching too. Uh, but I also want to point out and maybe solve a challenge that you may or may not know how to solve yet, Falgun, based on what you just said. Because for those who are listening, Falgun just held up a, a, a bag of a toy. It looked like some kid played with it for three days and the parents stuffed it in a bag and returned it. <laughs> so those those things happen. And returns 
that are unsellable in Amazon's opinion. You can tell them whether you want them all back or whether you want Amazon to kind of keep and resell the ones that look eligible. Typically, most people bring all returns back and inspect them themselves because you're responsible for the condition. But when you get those back, well, what do you do with them? If you're looking to completely automate your business, you don't want to deal with a, a death pile of returns. You know, right now, it's just one bag of toys. Well, let's go out of here. What's that bag? A whole room of Falcon's house now is like, this is all the returns. What do we do with these, right? Well, you can obviously sell them yourself on eBay or Facebook Marketplace or Mercari. Or, you know, there's a lot of places you can go. Or there's a new service that's serving our community now. It's actually one of the students from our community. And you can go to silentgym.com slash returns and read more about it, but they will become your return address for returns. When Amazon says, hey, where do you want us to send your stuff? You don't send it to your front porch. You send it to them. They sell it on eBay for a fee and send you a check as things sell. Pretty cool service. So just letting you know that that's out there, silentgym.com slash returns. I'll stick a link in the show notes to that as well. Uh, But so, you know, there's always a creative solution for every challenge that arises with this business. Were you aware of those guys yet? Had you heard us talk about them yet, Falgon? I heard in them in podcast. Uh, I think they were yeah, guests from... You a know, couple of weeks ago or so. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and that's that, that's the thing, right? You know, you don't have to invent the, the will. I mean, you just follow the post. And I think that somebody has faced this problem before as well, that you can just follow the footsteps, right? Mm-hmm. I mean... Uh, just attending conference, I kind of learned about Jeff Schick and the services he offers. I haven't subscribed to it, him yet, but I think that's like, all right, whenever I get my first night, I know where to go. Because yeah. I mean, if you're doing alone, if you get that kind of snack, then you're like, all right, I'm just going to give up, right? But at least, you know, being part of this community, you know there are options available or where to go when you are in trouble. So Exactly. I love that you mentioned Jeff's name. I love sending him new clients. It's smart to put him on retainer before you hit a snag because odds are you will hit a snag. In the next year, growing at the pace that you're growing, Falgan, it's a very good investment for you to go ahead and put him on retainer. That way, instead of paying, say, you know, $1,500 for his services at some point, you're just paying his retainer, his monthly retainer fee, which at this time, as I'm recording this, is still $89 a month. I've been telling him he's going to have to raise his rates because he's getting so many clients and he's serving them really well. But he's having to hire people and really expand his business. So I suspect that monthly rate will go up. But everyone's getting grandfathered in. So if you lock him in at 89 a month, man, that's your rate. And he handles all the Amazon policy and legal challenges. He's actually a lawyer. So he can contact Amazon's legal team if needed and get things done uh, on behalf of sellers who might otherwise get in over their head on you know, an IP complaint or some kind of return. You know, Amazon sometimes will refuse to... Uh, they'll reject a receipt, let's say, and refuse to pay you out on some lost inventory or whatever. Like, I don't know who to call. Well, you call uh, Jeff and we'll stick a link to jeffschick.com in our show notes today. He's a guest on most Wednesday. I would say half or so of the Wednesday episodes that we record around here. We have a little segment with him at the end where he gives us a an Amazon policy or legal tip. So you may have heard his name if you've been around this podcast for a while. But yeah, thanks for dropping his name, Falgun. He'll, he'll certainly appreciate that. And we'll stick a link in the show notes to him as well. Well, what else is on your mind, buddy? You've told a great story. You've, you're on a great trajectory. Uh, you've inspired and encouraged a lot of people, I'm sure, today. Are there, are there any questions on your mind? Anything I can help you with while we have some time together? I did want to talk about your wholesale strategy. I'm remembering now, uh, as you transition from just replans into 
replens plus wholesale, a couple of thoughts I, I think that would be valuable for you and for others. Is there anything else that's on your mind though? Yeah, so th- that and the, I think one question I have, it's just like general. So like, I think it's just more perspective and I know part of the answer, but maybe I'll ask you. The big players like Target, Walmart, I'm pretty sure like they want to be next Amazon or they want to get that popularity, right? And we as a like uh, resellers, we do buy items from them. Do you think that they will start challenging if they, they they will start challenging the resellers if they have not already at some point? And what do you think? I mean, there are so many other vendors, but I, I just want to know like what's your perspective on that? Um, just want to hear from you. Yeah, I, I love that question, Falgun. And I I like kind of guessing where things are heading in the future. But anytime I get a question like that, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but quite often the question behind the question is, is this secure? Like I'm starting to put some of my family's future financial stability into this arena, right? That's kind of the question behind the question, right? What are the big moving pieces here that could make this more difficult in the future or easier or better in the future? So if I had the time to do it, I could do a very convincing, and I've done it on this podcast episode before, on, on previous episodes, very convincing, I think, based on facts, data, and undeniable trends, that things are heading in a beautiful direction for anyone who knows how to find products and sell them online at a nice, profitable markup. If you've got that skill set, which is what you're developing here, the future is wide open. Whether the platform be Amazon or Target or Walmart or whatever next company, maybe eBay makes a big comeback, right? The platform doesn't matter to us. The skill set we're developing is finding products at price point A and selling them for price point B, which is a significant enough markup, meeting a customer demand while there's still net margin left over. We're getting really good at that as a community. That's what we do well. And stacking other opportunities on top of that skill set. For example, helping a brand get on Amazon if they're intimidated by it, which most brands are. You're successfully navigating a business right now on the Amazon platform. There's right now, Falgun, there's thousands and thousands of businesses that would say, here, we're going to throw money at you. Please help us navigate this territory that you've figured out. Right. So the future looks very bright. I like to point that out before I answer the question of what's Walmart doing? What's Target doing? How does that impact the Amazon opportunity? As a reseller, I love to see the giants beating each other up with clubs. I love it because as a shopper, I'm more likely to get good deals and it's new platforms where I can begin selling. A lot of sellers, myself included, in our community, we sell on Walmart as well. Target is starting to make some rumbles of opening itself up to resellers. That's more platforms for us to sell against. And the thing that we'll do as resellers is we'll go where the eyeballs are. We'll go where the opportunity is. Many listeners may not realize that this community, when I say this community, I'm talking about the the people who've kind of been listening to what my team and I have to say for more than say, you know, 10, 12 years. About 12 years ago, we made a pretty major shift where eBay was the only game in town. And suddenly it was eBay and Amazon. So we started talking about both. And then suddenly Amazon was taking up most of the oxygen in the room as far as an exciting opportunity where new sellers could come in, big sellers could get big, stability. We still like eBay, but it's not the scalable, automatable business model. So I would love nothing less than for a scalable, automatable business model to emerge on Walmart, on Target. Right now, it's just Amazon. 
from the replens vantage point, from the you know completely automating a uh, a physical sales business. Now, there's many creative ways to do many things. We know people who, for example, they'll shop at the uh, the closeouts, you know, the the liquidations, and they've got a physical store, and they fill that store with products from the closeout and liquidation, and they sell some of it on eBay as well. We don't recommend you sell those products on Amazon. Even if it's working for a good friend of yours, he's making a lot of money right now. What's going to happen to that good friend of yours who's making a lot of money right now is one day Amazon's going to freeze all that money and freeze all that inventory because they can't provide proof of chain of custody through legitimate sources. So Amazon doesn't like that model. But the point I'm making is there's all kinds of creative ways. The one thing that I don't like to see is one dominant player dominating the entire landscape of available options for resellers like us. And that's kind of where Amazon is right now, but they're growing so fast and there's so many new opportunities every day. I'm kind of okay with it for now, but I would love to see Walmart, Target, maybe eBay, play some catch up, offer some you know, fulfillment services, that sort of thing. But for now, Amazon's the dominant name of the game and I don't see that changing anytime soon. If it does, it's in our favor. If it doesn't change, it's still in our favor. The opportunity is wide open. So I have a very optimistic view of the future of e-commerce. Assuming nothing in world events, you know, throws the whole world into chaos, <laughs> you know, that you, we can't control that obviously, but to the degree that we kind of continue business as normal economically, Amazon is a massive opportunity. And I'll say one last thing too on that Falgun. You've probably heard me say this, but for in case there's some listeners who haven't heard me say this. Only about 18% of all retail spending in the United States is online right now. Almost half of that is on Amazon. But that's still not very much in comparison to the 80 plus percent of retail spending that's not online. Traditional retail stores, brick and mortar, get in your car, drive to the store. That's 80% of all retail spending in the US still. But that 18% that is online will soon be 20, then 25, then 30 in the coming 5, 10, 15 years. That's all new opportunity for us as online sellers. Wide open. I think we're in our infancy of this opportunity. I think it gets bigger and stronger over the next 5 to 10 years. I've been saying that and I've been right for about 10 years as well. That's the direction we're heading. And that's US government numbers. That's not me making it up. You can can Google these things and, and see it for yourself. So... Does that answer your question? It's a long, perhaps complex answer, but I don't give easy answers to anything very often around here. (laughs) No, no, I think it definitely answered my question. Yep. Beautiful. Well, let's talk about wholesale and replens. A lot of times when people start talking about wholesale, they think, well, I just want to buy all the good products that I'm already buying, but I want to buy them a little cheaper so I can improve my margin. But what you don't necessarily know going into it is a lot of times getting it cheaper means you're buying it in bulk now which means you may be violating one of the rules of finding good replens. So if you've got a replen that's selling, say, five or 10 times a month at a nice profit, and you think to yourself, wow, I bet I could save some money. Instead of just you know grabbing this off walmart.com or whatever website I'm using to source the product, I think I'm going to find out who distributes it and who the wholesaler is and build a relationship and, and try to get a discount. And you go and you look, a lot of times what you'll be shocked to find is that that distributor, that wholesaler, their pricing isn't a whole lot better. Than what you can get it for three or four, three to five units at a time. They want you to place an order for 50 units minimum or maybe 100 units minimum. And you're thinking, well, if I do the math, it's worth it. But remember, one of the rules about replens is 
Don't get emotionally attached. Don't go in too deep. So if suddenly you're buying four months worth of inventory for one of your replans, instead of just a month at a time, you're buying four or six months at a time, and you're rolling the dice because every good replan could be a bad replan a week from now and vice versa. Every replan that used to be good and then tanked for whatever reason, it wasn't available anymore, competitors, the, the, the brand got grumpy. Well, it can always come back and be a good replan again later. But you, you, just, you don't want to make big purchases just because you can get a discount. That's the point I'm making there. Uh, and the, the other one is a lot of people who have success with the wholesale model. I mean, this is part of when you went through that proven wholesalesourcing.com training with Rich. He emphasizes this in that training. It's one of the modules inside Proven Amazon course. Now, don't go buy it separate. You don't have to. But he emphasizes this isn't about finding wholesale products that aren't on Amazon yet. As you well know, Falgun, it's about finding great replans through wholesale sources where maybe it's underserved you know, corners of Amazon that other people aren't paying a lot of attention to. You know, That's the opportunity with wholesale. So it's not so much about buying at a discount on the stuff that's already working. It's more about just finding more replans. So to me, when someone says, hey, I want to get into wholesale, it's like, that's just another one of a couple dozen ways you can find great replans. Just look at it that way. Whether it's a wholesaler or not, it's kind of irrelevant. Right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think our idea was that, you know, once you have like a catalog, right, from the wholesaler or distributor, mm-hmm. then you can look for the replans. And yes. I think you can also think about like some bundling ideas from those catalog mm-hmm. as well. See if that's that right. works. You. So that that's kind of the direction. Again, like this, we, we really want to go slow and and then see learn this model fully, then jumping over it. So I think we definitely have a time, and if we have a whole year to explore this. Um, that, yeah. that's what we are thinking right now for sure. And I just I encourage you, and and as your coaches say, and they're probably the ones that say this more often than any other coaches on our team. Brian and Robin say, "What's the solution to pretty much every challenge you're encounter you're going to encounter in the replens business? The solution every single time is go find more replens. <laughs> go find more, right? Exactly. I don't care if it's a wholesaler. I don't care if it's from Walmart.com. I don't care if it's getting in your car, retail store, paying someone local to do the shopping, paying a virtual assistant in the Philippines. Maybe you hire a second virtual assistant. You know, you're getting five or ten great replens a day now. Hey, why not get ten or twenty a day? Let's scale it up. Find more replens. By the way, how many replens per day on average or per week, however you want to state it, that we talked about the proven replens VA that you have? We'll stick a link in the show notes to that program. But how many per day or per week are they finding for you approximately that you actually go by and and do well with? So our VA finds five per day. And I think in some days, like we go for all five. And most of the days we go three out of five from what he finds. And then I think there were there were definitely days where he he would have found more than five, which is pretty much a bonus for us. That you know, I, right? Good, yeah. That's great. I mean, you can grow a grow a tremendous business just playing that number forward. You know, five yeah, times. Yeah, exactly. Times that's one hundred and fifty a month. Well, okay, let's dial it back. Let's say three a day is the average. Yeah. Times, and I mean, he doesn't work every day. Let's say twenty days a month, even three times 20, 60 new replans a month. Over the next, let's take those 60, over the next three to six months, you can expect about half of them will probably fade away, at least. You know, let, let's, let's go as negative as possible. Let's say 60% or 70% of them go away. That's still every month rolling 
a good handful, a few dozen great new products that you can easily source, sell at a profit and a predictable pace. That scales out very quickly. You do the math, you're hitting those $50,000 sales months pretty fast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that that's definitely a blessing. I mean, that's kind of a key to, you know, if you want to scale up fast, those two points at the VA and prep center, I think definitely help us uh, in many ways. Well, you've told a brilliant story today. I appreciate your time, Falgun. Was there anything else? I don't want to cut you off, but I feel like we're at a good stopping point. We've told the listeners a lot of good information today. Uh, So I think we have a good episode here. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me here. This was really good. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate your time as well, especially with the young baby in the house and all that. Super quiet. Tell mom, thank you. Thanks for loaning you to us for, for a short period of time. And and uh, certainly it was beautiful seeing uh, your wife there at the beginning before we hit the record button, seeing you guys. Um, it was nice spending a minute or two with her as well. But uh, I'm going to wrap this up and talk to the listeners now for just a moment as we bring this one to a close. I've been hanging out with my new friend, Falgun. Sounds like he's going to take a good shot at being there July 6th through 8th, 2023. Get to conference.com. Come see him along with hundreds of guests that you've heard on this podcast, our coaches, our leadership team around here. We're all going to be there. We'll announce the city very soon if it hasn't already been posted on the website. All the links that we talked about today are going to be in the show notes near this video or audio. So you can go there and grab any of those resources. If you took down a bunch of notes, it wasn't necessary. It's all at silentgym.com. And then look for today's episode and then look for the show notes with all the links in it. Thanks for sharing this program with someone who could use it. That's our only marketing. I was telling Falgun before we started today, we have a $0 marketing budget. So to the degree that great listeners like you share this show with friends, that's how we get the word out about the services that we offer around here. And we certainly appreciate that if this is benefiting you, if you'd share that around. But on behalf of the whole team that makes these podcast episodes possible and my tremendous guest, Falgun, you were awesome today. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, on behalf of all those people who make this possible, thank you for hanging out with us today. God bless you. We'll do another episode for you again very soon. We'll talk to you then. Hey, before I let you go, one last reminder about an easy way to save money on every purchase you make online or in stores by using discounted gift cards. There's a free special report that's been set up by our latest sponsor, Arbitrage Card. You can get this report. tells you how to go find these great discounted cards. Go to silentgym.com slash gift cards. That's silentgym.com slash gift cards, all one word. The link is in the show notes as well. Go grab that report. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.